Okay. Um, I'm going to, like, just spend a couple of minutes on reviewing what we learned last week and then carry on from this week. Mm-hmm. If you remember, we learned as follows. Where is the source for making a broccoli shiner on food? And we learned that. We learned that from the possum because we have something called Orolot, which is in the first, second, and third years, there is no, you're not allowed to um, use the fruit. You're not allowed to eat the fruit. In the fourth year, we say it's called Kadesh Hidulim Lashem. Kadesh means holy. It's holy because you take it, if you, it's like Matashani, and if you want to eat the fruit of the fourth year, then you've got to take it to Yerushalayim and eat it there. If you want to eat it outside Yerushalayim, you've got to deconsecrate it onto a coin, then you can take the coin to Yerushalayim, etc., and then you can eat the fourth, fourth year fruit in, uh, outside Yerushalayim. And we learn that out, so because it says Hilulim, Hilulim is a double expression, it's like two praises. So it means one praise before the bracha, before the food, and one bracha, which is another praise after the food. So that's where we learn it out from, that's what the Gemara says. The next question that the Gemara asked was, surely we cannot learn it out from the word Hilulim, because Hilulim, which means two praises, is needed for two separate dinim regarding the fourth year fruit. One is, as you just said, to deconsecrate it if you want to eat it outside of lion. And the second Hillel is that it only applies on wine. It only applies where the Levim sing at the base of Migdash during the Karbonus. And that is only when there's Nisachayayin, when wine is poured on the Mizbeach. So we need those two words, two Hillels we need to tell us that. So they're not fair to tell us that you can make a broccoli before and after food. And then the Gemara narrowed the question by saying that it depends. If you call it um, Netaravoy, in other words, Netaravoy means that the fourth-year fruit, the, the sort of rules about, of the fourth-year fruit apply to all fruits, not just wine. Therefore, he does not need one of the hills to tell us that it's a grapes only, which produce wine, because he doesn't hold what they do. He holds that they... The, the rules of, ne- of the fourth-year fruits apply to all fruits. So, therefore, can you still hear me? Yes. So, therefore, there is one spare hill to tell you. So, that's not a problem. Then, the Gemara narrows the question even more. It says, even according to the one um, who learns out his Karen Ravoy, that it's only wine, and then we have a question because we use the up the two hills, and therefore they're not spared to tell us the broccoli beforehand and afterhand. But the Gemara says there are some who do not learn it from the potluck, do not learn it from the word hill that it only applies to wine, but they learn it from the Gazera Shava. Gazera Shava means when you've got two words in different sort of places, you can compare the two to each other. And you've got the word Tavua, you've got Tavua Takerem which means produce of the kerem. Kerem is the vineyard, but that only applies to wine. And here as well, you've got an apostle regarding the four-year fruit. It's also got the word tabur. So therefore, if you learn it out from the Zerushava, but not from the word hillel, you've got a hillel spare to tell us that you make a broch of beforehand and afterwards. And then we asked the final question was, hang on a minute. 
You've only got one herald spare because the first heralds tell us that you've got to deconsecrate it and if you want to eat the fruit outside of Yerushalayim, that only applies this, uh, on the brachach rhino, the last brachach, because we've only got one herald spare and since the posthum says v'achalsav and that refers to the brachach after the food, then we've only got it to cover that. Where do we know that you, you can that you have to make a brachach before food? And on that, the Gemara answers it's the Kalvachimah. If already, after you're satisfied, you've got to make a brocha, how much more so when you've got the food in front of you and you are about to assuage your hunger on it, that you've got to make a brocha. That's the Kalvachimah. That is where, basically, where we got up to last year, last week. Now, um, we're up to now the word Ashkachon, which is, if you look at Lamed Hay Amadalus, and you go from where the bottom first lot of wide lines start, and you go, I think it's 13 lines up. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yes, yeah, 13. 13 lines up, up, apart from the first lot of wide lines. And the last word on the line is Ashkachon. Okay? Have you got it? Yeah, I've got it. You've got it. Okay. So now we say like this. Ashkachon Karen. We are now talking, we're discussing the, we said there's two months of Amar. One is called the Netaravoy. Netaravoy means that the 40th fruit applies to all, all trees, not just one. And then you've got Karen Ravoy because it only applies to one. Now we're talking about the first one is Karen Ravoy. So the answer is, says the Gemara, Ashkachon Keren. Okay, we worked out from the Gemara that from that Keren, that in other words, when it comes to fruits of the vine, i.e. grapes, you've got to make a bracha beforehand and afterhand. We learn it out from the But Sha'a Minayim, where do we know that we can make a bracha on other things as well, any other type of food? We've only learned, the Gemara that we learned last year only tells us about wine. Answer the Gemara, the Yalifmi Kerem. We learn it from Kerem. It's called the Marmotzinu, which means a common denominator. As follows. Ma Kerem, Dovishinen, Nevatom, Brocha, just as fruit of the vineyard, i.e. grapes, grape wine, is something from which you derive benefit and you've got to make a Brocha. Now, we know, we, we know you've got to make a Brocha on wine. Dovishinen, Nevatom, Brocha. Therefore, any other thing, there's no reason to Distinguish between wine on the one hand and any other food. The same way you've got to make a broth on wine because you have better bits from it. So therefore, it just stands to reason that any other food that you have, uh, you're also going to make a broth of before and after. So now it says, not so quick, not so quick. Ikonomifrach. No, you can ask the following question. What comparison can you make to grace which is unique, there's something unique about grapes, that it's subject to the law of idleness. Now, idleness is as follows. You know, when we have a sort of a bunch of grapes, it's got like sort of, it's wide at the top, it's like a shoulder, that's called the coffee, and then it droops down when you have a bunch of grapes, and that's called a nothe, right? That's called the drooping part. Now, what happens if grapes don't grow like that, but you've just got a, literally a single row of grapes? That is called Adelot, a single row of grapes. And the prophet tells us that that has got to be given to the Amir, to the poor people. 
right? So therefore, we're saying like this. We find that there is a humra, stringency, attached to grapes that's going to apply to other fruits. So perhaps so what the Gemara is saying is, we've established that you make a broker on grapes. And the Gemara says, well, where do we know about other foods? So we say, look, it's, it's, there's no reason to distinguish the same way that you'd make it on grapes. So you make it on any other food which you have benefit from. And now the Gemara says, no. Perhaps the reason why you make it on grapes is because grapes have got something unique and a special uh, sort of astringency about it that of others, that you've got to give others, you've got to give these growth, these grapes that don't grow properly, you've got to give them to the Amin. So perhaps that is what obligates you to make the broccoli. But perhaps any other food where others does not apply, that you don't have to make a broccoli. Grain will show. Now grain, we know that you've got to make a broccoli. Because it says before the house of the Vata Virat or the person before talks about Lechem. So we know you've got to make a broker on bread. And then you've got to make a broker on bread which has got bread that's got nothing to do with either loaf at all. That's great. And we still see we've got to make a broker. That proves that you've got to make a broker. We can learn it out from Kamal. Kamal proves that either loaf is not, not a reason to hold us back from not saying a broker on any other thing. Because because the grain hasn't got either loaf yet, you still make a broccoli. Says the Gemara, not so quick, but there's something distinct and special and unique about bread, about grain. Malakomos became Chayevus the Chalot. What comparison can you make to grain, which is subject to the law of Chalot? It means, what that means is that if you've got uh, dough, which is made of the five species of grain, which are wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. So if you've got those made from that, you have got to give to the kayan, you've got to give halal. So again, you see, there's a stringency regarding bread, which it might not be the same stringency as grapes, which is unalized, but it's got a different stringency. It's also got a stringency that you've got to give halal, as opposed to all other sort of types of fruits and food where you don't have to give halal. So again, the Kamara asked the same question. You cannot prove from grain, which makes bread, that because you have to make a broccoli on that, then you have to make a broccoli on all other foods. Because again, the Gemara says, that is a special stringency that we have, because since we see that you have to give color to the kayan on, um, on this grain, therefore you can see it's something very special and unique, which doesn't apply to other things. And perhaps that's what obligates it to make the broccoli. So we still haven't got a proof as to even if you've got, you know you have to make a broccoli on grapes. And even though you know you, make, you, may, you have to make a broccoli on grain, but there's no proof that you have to make it on other things. There's the Gemara telling you here. Let's go back again. Because we wanted to say, look, you can't bring a proof from grapes because grain you've got to get color. So says the Gemara, I'll go back to Keremach here. Let a vineyard show that it's not tied to the law of color, yet we've still got to make a broccoli. So again, so color has got nothing to do with it. Because of this, the argument repeats itself, because then by, if you want to bring in Kerem, Kerem again has got other loads. It goes round and round, it's a vicious circle. Each thing you're going to find something. It's true, the Homer is a difference, 
But each one's got a certain chumrah, and that's, that's what obligates us to make the bracha. So we still don't have any proof. And the carriers, the tomorrow carriers on the chumrah in, the argument repeats itself. Lowry, they can read there, Lowry, they can read there. In other words, what that means is each one has got a different chumrah. The great, the chumrah, the great is the only life, and the chumrah of the bread is the chumrah. So if you've got two things, but, but their unique features are not the same, then you've got to look at the common characteristics, the common denominator that they've both got. The common characteristic of both grapes and grain is it something from which you derive benefit, you've got to say a brocha. Therefore, any other food that you've got as well, which you derive benefit from, you've got to make a brocha. So therefore, that's how we have our reason why I'm going to make brochas on other food as well. There's a tomorrow not so quick. Not so quick. I will find you something unique. Up to now, we had two different uniqueness. One had a uniqueness of color, and one had a uniqueness of um, odor. But now I will find you a common and a common uniqueness which exists in both grapes and grains. What are they? They share a common characteristic that they've got a connection to Mizbeach. To the Mizbeach. Why? What's the connection to Mizbeach? Because the wine is poured on the Mizbeach, as we said. You've got Nisachayayin, or wine is poured on the Mizbeach, it's got a connection to Mizbeach. And as far as the wheat is concerned, that that. You make flour from that, and you, and you the malachas, the meal offerings, are made from that. And therefore, it might be that the requirement to recite a, bro- a brocha only applies to foods which go on the mizbeach. So in other words, we've got wine that goes on the mizbeach, and we have got um, grain that goes on the mizbeach in the form of uh, meal offerings. Therefore, perhaps it's only those two that you make a brothel on. But where do we know other, other things as well? And we carry on a little bit. But also, you can also learn out that an olive also has got a, a, a connection with the Mizbeah. In which way? Because olive oil is mixed in with a meal offering. So therefore, we have three things, which is grapes, grain, and olives which have all got a connection to Mizbeah. So perhaps we can say with those three, you've got to make a brocha. But it doesn't prove to us that you have to make a brocha on anything else. And then by the by, the Gemara asks the question, do you have to say, talk about an olive, only because it shares a common feature of having connection with a Mizbeah? Well, the Hedges is very it says it, Mephorish and the Prophet, it says, the Spirit says in the Prophet, and he burnt from the pile of produce, this is where the foxes there, their tails are set on fire, and then it says, now, Kerem, we know what everything is wine, and Zayat is olive, so in the Prophet, you compare them to each other. The more you have to come along and say, there are any olives only compared to Kerem, to wine, because they've got a Mizbeach connection, there's a much Closer connection that they're both mentioned in the Pasuk. So to that, the Gemara answers, Omar Papa, Karen Zayas Ikri, Karen Somalai Ikri. Karen Zayas means an olive grove, but it only means an olive grove when you add the word Zayas. 
But we are looking for the word terem on its own. Because when we, before, when we talked about grace, it says tuah hakerem. just mentioned the word kerem on its own. So if it would have kerem on its own, it would mean Zionist, then you would only need the prophet. But since you need the extra word Zionist, not kerem on its own, therefore we've got to go count onto the fact that it's connected to the Mizbeah rather than to the prophet. That the Gemara just mentions by the by. We call the Kasha. Nevertheless, there's the Kasha. The, the point is that the reason why, perhaps the reason why both grapes and grain you meant to proper on is because they've got a special importance to them that they're on the Mizbeach and therefore they're worthy of a broker. However, any other foods which have got nothing to do with the connection with Mizbeach, perhaps wouldn't require a broker. So there's what the monarch is right, we've got to derive it from somewhere else. And at the other long Mishiris Aminim, we can derive it from Mishiris Aminim. Mishiris Aminim, these are the seven species for which Eretz Israel is praised. And it's, it's Eretz Chitos, Eretz, etc. It's the land of wheat, barley, grapes, fig, pomegranate, olives, and dates. Right? So those are the seven species for which Eretz Israel is praised. And, and that is mentioned just before the positive of Brochalta Savoto. And therefore, we know that you've got to make a brocha on that. You've got to make a brocha on the Shiva Taminim. And therefore, my Shiva Taminim is obviously the name of its own brocha. Just as each of these seven species is something from which you get, have benefit. And you've got to say a brocha. Of course, I'm watching the name brocha. So, any other thing which you derive benefit, you need a brocha. Says the Gemara, no, I'll find you something unique. I'll find you something unique connected with the Shemus Amini, which doesn't apply with anything else. And Ma the Shemus Amini Shekin Chayovim Bibikurit. With the Shemus Amini, you've got to bring Bikurit. Bikurit means that the landowners, they've got to bring the first fruits of each year's crop, they're going to bring it to the base of Megdash, and they've got to give it to the Kayan. So therefore, it could be this, this special, unique feature, which the Shiva Taminim have got, which namely is that they're hard to be calling, that's, that's what obligates it to make a proper. But otherwise, it wouldn't have to make a proper. So we're still, we've still got a problem. In other words, all these questions are, yes, we know you've got to make a proper for great. Yes, we know you've got to make a proper for great. Yes, we know you've got to make a proper for the Shiva Taminim. But where do we learn our other foods from that? And we still haven't found a place. And by the by, we can ask another question. And furthermore, I don't know why the Gemara asked this question, because we had it just before. But I understand that the Brokhas afterwards, so that's the possible of the Chalza of the Chalza of the The following, where do we know you've got to make a Brokha of Shina? So that we, as we answered before, oh, like Kasha, that's not Kasha, it's the Asa the Kalachana. When you're satisfied, you make a brocha. Because you roll on the cold case. When you're hungry, how much more so? In other words, when your food is in front of you and you're about to sweat your hunger, therefore, even more so, you make a brocha. But the first question still remains that the reason why the ship's meaning requires a brocha, possibly, is because of it's got something unique about it that you bring the current. And then this is all according to the Master Omar who learns. Terem Ravoy. Now, what about the Netter Ravoy? The Gemara carries on, says the Master Tommy Netter Ravoy, 
which really that it applies not just to one, it applies to all fruits. In other words, the holiness of the 40th fruit applies to all fruits, as of course, all trees. They're not the hook either yet. Obtain that hold of an atia. Okay, I agree that you can learn that from Hillel, you can learn that from Rocha, as we said before, but that's only if you've got the word Neferavoy, Nefer means planting. Obtain that hold of an atia. Anything that's subject to planting, then you've got to make a problem. The love on the sea, but foods that are not subject to planting, to go, for example, Boswell Bates in the dogin, meat, eggs, and fish, they're not planted. So, Minole, so where do you know you have to make a problem? Because remember, the one who says Nessa Ravoy, he means he, didn't, he, he says it applies to all fruit. And therefore, he doesn't apply only to up to grace. And therefore, he's got one in all space to learn it. So the Gemara now asks another question. It only applies to Nessa point. Nessa means to be planted. But what about uh, meat, bacon, eggs, and fish, which is not planted in the ground? So where, where do we know you have to make a brocha? Where do you know you have to make a brocha? So after the Gemara, after everything that we've said, and the tomorrow, it's just based on logic. It's forbidden for a person to have benefit from this world without first reciting a bracha. And if I can just refer you to Rashi, which is four or five lines up, Svarahu, the Since you have benefit, it, it's obvious that you've got to thank the person who created you who enabled you to have that benefit. So it comes at the end of the day, at the beginning, we thought it was a proper limit. As Tyson says, the bottom Tyson says, and a svaru who also la other mishigahena, a crawl, the posset, which was Kaddish in Udin Lashem, the nosim la'el, a smack to the almost. When we brought it originally, we thought it was a proper limit. But it turns out that because of all the questions that we had on it, we don't know that it has to be a smack to it was just an illusion. But we learn it out from the svara. The Svara is also the Hena, also the It is forbidden to have any Hanor from this world without a Brocha. And that is the reason why you've got to make a Brocha Rishana. Brocha, the Brocha Rishana is simply on, based on reason. We don't learn it out from any positive. It's based on, on logic that if you have something which doesn't belong to you, in other words, you have benefit from something that Hashem created it. We have to have a chorus and our chorus is by saying a bracha. I think that's a very suitable place to leave it. I hope I'll get these, all these gremlins sorted out by next week.